You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're talking about Ben Stiller's dark comedy epic, The Cable Guy. You, no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jeremy Benson. Howdy. And Mr. Jared Callen. Hey, Brian. <laughs> and this is the continuation of March Madness. Yes. More movies about crazy people. Madness. Insanity. And Heineken. And Heineken. This, this podcast brought to you by Heineken. Brings people together. Heineken's for friends. So yeah, Jared, this was your pick. Yeah, the cable guy. Dark I... comedy epic. <laughs> I believe is what you said. Am I? Am I? Did I remember that? It, it's epically something. Did you not? Did you guys not enjoy this movie? No. Really? I think no, this is one really. of these movies where when it comes out, people are like, "Oh god!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" He's over the top and all that. But when you look back on it, it you know maybe it's a little ahead of like, its time. Oh yeah, he's over the top. And... Yeah, it's kind of. It, it is exactly like that. Yeah, that's exactly how it was. <laughs> It was Jim Carrey just over the top, and um, yeah, Ben Stiller directing this movie, the actor. Yeah, uh, before not, Zoolander, right? Yeah, before yeah. Zoolander. Yeah, not really rating uh, Carrey in at all. No, <laughs> did he need to though? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Okay, this movie kind of shifts in in its tone a lot. Yeah, explain that. How so? Well, and okay, so the the this movie is obviously like making fun of. Or it's trying to parody movies like Fatal Attraction. You know, some right. white female, hand right. cradle, that kind of film. Jim Carrey's comedy works in this film sometimes, but it seems like he's constantly fighting the movie he's in. Nobody else is acting as goofy and as over the top as him. Right. Nobody else really seems to be aware of how insane he is in the movie. <laughs> well, they're all getting free cable. Except the waitress. <laughs> Janine, because she's not she's not in his pocket. Oh yeah, she was just rolling her eyes at everybody. So. <laughs> Which that is the best performance in this. Oh film. no, she she's the standout. Like yeah. yeah, she's like, dude, come on, I've got a lot of tables. How do you pronounce her last name? Garofalo. 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 Janine Garofalo. Janine, Garofalo. sexy. What's her hotter roll? Oh, can't Man. say her last name. 
Garofalo. Garofalo. You know, like, oh, I did no, it. No, you did. You did it. Remember the Garofalo, but the Garofalo. Garofalo. All right. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was great. But, like, nope. <laughs> everybody else is in his pocket. Like, everybody he associates with, you know, he, he kind of, like, owns no. them. Like, what about Jack Black? J- Jack Black's character, he's he Matthew He sees through his friend. shit. Yeah, he does, but he does not, like, once... Like realize, like like Jim Carrey's acting ridiculous. <laughs> He's acting insane. Like no human being walks around. Like if you saw a human being acting like Jim Carrey does in this movie on the street, you'd be like, "What the fuck is that guy on?" It's called suspension of disbelief, Brian. You know, you gotta let just like just let it go. It's it's not it's not a serious movie at all. No, no, it's comedy. Yeah, yeah. obviously, yeah. But, yeah. but I think that's comedy. part of the problem is. It certain aspects of it, it wants to be a serious movie. And then right. Jim Carrey gets in the way. <laughs> they, and then threat, they really try to throw in like this heavy political, uh, well, not political. I guess it's a social commentary on the television, raising your kids. You know, too, too much TV is bad. And also, uh, uh, the everybody is glued to the TV, uh, watching this like uh, murder trial, kind of like the O.J. Simpson trial with Ben Stiller, with Ben Stiller as the. Yeah, who was who was the. Uh... Who were the brothers that killed their parents? That the, the Menendez. Yes, that's who they were modeling after. Right. right. Yeah. The Sweet Brothers in this. Yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. The, 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 <laughs> um, they did a made-for-TV movie in the movie in in the movie. You know that comes out before the, you know, before the trial ends. That shows brother Sweet Brother. Brother Sweet Brother, where where <laughs> Eric Roberts like you know ends up killing his his brother or killing you know himself basically. That actually happened with uh, the O.J. Simpson trial. There was a um a t- made-for-TV movie. That had him as the killer that was released before the trial was over. So they, they were kind of referencing that with that. No way. Yes way, bro. I did not know that. Yeah. Learn something new every day. There you go. On the cable guy. <laughs> 1996. Cable gula. Um, yeah, I, I think it was shot pretty well. No, no. Yeah. yeah I mean, and the, the movie, the movie has a cool look to well. it. Yeah. yeah. Um. This is one of these movies that, like I said, you just turn on. It's just like a, it's like a, it's just like a random, crazy, weird little movie that a lot of people forget about. You know, so really, I always think that think of this as being one of Jim Carrey's more popular movies. Really? Like, yeah, like this, The Mask, and uh, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, Lion Liar. Well, this is definitely the movie that uh, started the twenty million dollar payday. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so he he's the first actor to get twenty million dollars up front. Up front, yeah, yeah to like, do the picture. Cold hard cash. Here you go. And 15% on the back end. Well, they didn't give him cash. He gave him his check, and then his agent took some of that off. and <laughs> <laughs> Then his entourage took some of that money in. And, you know, who knows? I was watching a thing where he said that uh, Tom Hanks walked up to him and was like, we appreciate you going through the door first. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not the, the first actor to ever get a huge paycheck. I remember Jack Nicholson made like 50 or 60 million for that Batman movie. No shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he got like uh because of points and shit. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. He got 8 8 million up front and then like 10% of I don't know, gross or revenue. That's how you can afford those wonderful toys. Damn straight. Yeah, I think uh Keanu Reeves had a, a really big deal with like the last two Matrix sequels. He'd have to. He's like, "Look, if I'm coming back, I'm about to make you guys some fucking money." I think he made over 100 million dollars. As he should have. I mean, dude, that's that, those were major. They weren't very good, but they were major. They were major. 
I was yeah. super excited for those, man. Yeah, me too, man. I was in the theater, and I remember in the first one, I was like catching all these like continuity errors. I was like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> why is this happening? <laughs> this movie has a lot of uh, continu- continuity errors. Oh, does it really? Where? Yeah, uh, just everywhere, man. Really? Yeah, just watch Matthew Broderick's face <laughs> in the movie. Like he'll have his hand over his mouth in one shot, and then the next shot, it'll be over his shoulder, and his hands like nowhere. You can, you can totally tell they're cutting around him laughing at whatever oh i definitely saw owen wilson laughing his ass off when he was getting beat up in the uh oh yeah when, when he's like got him sat down in front of the mirror and he's like and he hits him with the powder puff and he's running all this shit like, why he's, is he not fighting back he's just sitting there laughing like oh, i love this it together yeah <laughs> that is really weirdly staged like why is that staged that way like it's get so, a different shot or something yeah. that's oh, what jim carrey yeah. did he yeah, but he's just smacking the guy around, and like Owen Wilson has nothing to do. I really feel like they well, he, went he'd okay, already taken Jim. A few liver ki- punches and stuff like that, so he's kind of you know. Ooh. I just feel like they went all right, Jim. Do what you're gonna do. All right, shoot that. <laughs> it's not one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies. I, are you guys Jim Carrey fans? No, no, not really. You should not leave really? that long pause in there. Um, <laughs> I loved him as a kid, man. No, I no, mean, no, I, like, no, I was major I like, Jim Carrey fan as a kid. Yeah, as a kid, yeah. Um, I like Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber's great. Liar, liar. Oh, oh liar, liar. Solid. Yeah. Anytime yeah. the title repeats a word. <laughs> Jim Carrey, we have a thing for you. <laughs> the mask mask is coming out <laughs> this summer. I really, really, really like uh, Eternal, Shun- Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I, I really like that. I like the Truman Show a lot. Oh, I, oh yeah. Those are good. The, the, like, really, really good movies. Um, I like uh, Once Bitten. I do not like that one. Really? No. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't join you there. I don't know, man. I, I, I like sappy, weird little movies. I like the, because movies from my childhood. Like, I, yeah, I if I was doing a vampire it. comedy, I think I would rather... My Best Friend's a Vampire? Yeah, yeah I'd go with My Best Friend's a Vampire. Just because it's got David Warner. Is that know? is that the is that the uh, the older vampire guy who kind of trains him? Is that who? I don't know who David Warner is. David Warner's like the Van Helsing of the movie. He's the guy that's running around trying oh, to kill him. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Stake him throughout the whole film. I don't remember that movie that much, but I do remember David Warner. Yeah, <laughs> the Cable Guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's got a uh, like Judd Apatow produced. Uh, Judd Apatow's wife's in it, and she's extremely annoying in this movie. Oh yeah, what's her name? Leslie Mann. Is that her? No, is that? Oh, I don't remember her name. You've got the IMDb Dizzle. Yeah, Leslie Mann. Okay, Leslie Mann. Yeah, Robin Harris. That was her, right? Robin. Yeah. Ooh, man. Just her. Her voice was very annoying. Steven! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think she was playing into that though. Like even her smile was kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, I kept wondering why does he want? Why does he want to get back with her? I didn't know what she saw in him. Like Matthew Broderick is. Kind of a bore in this film. His character... He's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely make weird character choices with the characters. Yeah. Other than, you know, Jim Carrey just being Jim Carrey. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely that. Like, yeah, you got Broadway... Whatever you... I can't remember Matthew his, Broderick. I can't ever say his last name. Like, he's supposed to be the good guy, the guy you relate to, but then he does stuff, you're just like, why are you being like a dick? Like, <laughs> the guy's just lonely. Don't be a dick or he'll try to kill you. And yeah, there are times in the movie where, like, even Jim Carrey, when he's getting, like, after he installs his cable for the first time and he's leaving, like, he's he even has a line where he's like, oh, across the line, sorry, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he backs away, 
And Matthew Broderick's like, oh, well, you know, I, uh, I don't want to feel like a bad guy, so I'm going to start to say something. And that's kind of how it is the whole movie, though. He, he, he likes to feed a stray. And then when the stray comes up and is like, oh, hey, bro, and starts to rub on him, he's like, hey, get off me, cat. What the fuck are you doing? And then the cat's like, looks up at him with the big old eyes, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. You can come back inside. Just don't fucking touch me. Man, that's harsh. <laughs> that's a complicated individual. <laughs> Ferris Bueller grown up. <laughs> oh, man, I can't handle all that. Let me in or not, damn it. Pet me or something. What's going on? At least I'm feeding you. Shut up and sit in the corner. Damn, man. <laughs> Tough love right there. Yeah. Yeah, I just felt like they wanted to make sure that they said they're not friends. So they had to have Matthew Broderick go, but we're not friends. You're talking about just for the story's sake? That's why the, the, yeah. the dialogue is that blunt? I did think it was weird, though, that like Jim Carrey's character would want, would even like want to be friends with Matthew Broderick. Because, I mean, they don't. I mean, I understand that there's that satellite scene where they're out and they're hanging out, and they both had like, oh, our, our dads were never really there. Oh, my right. dad was, but it didn't really matter. Or, I don't know, it's something along those lines. I, I just took it that he wants to be friends with anybody. Yeah, he just imprints on somebody, like, you know, the next person he sees. That's why, like I said, he has so many people in his pocket, like all these weird old people that get invited to the party. Like, just these, like, strange random people. He, you know, anybody who wants free cable, you know. I don't know. I kept thinking that they were trying to say something in the movie about maybe Matthew Broderick because they they show him watching TV throughout the movie by himself so much that they were gonna that they were saying something about his character and you know maybe that's why he's drawn to the cable guy in the first place is because he's also addicted to television because they're kindred spirits maybe but, yeah but the whole movie the, all they do is show everybody watching TV all the time that's how they treat everyone but that's how everyone is Brian are they Jared. Brian, come on! Are we all just Brian, like how much, how much four seven couch potatoes? Like we have jobs, yeah. we have got to go to. But everybody, but all the people in the movie, they all have jobs they go to. I'm, I'm not sitting in front of the couch like twenty four seven. Like that's it when I'm like off of work. The only thing I've watched this week was the cable guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you go out, you go to dinner. I know, yeah, I go to go. dinner and I'm watching Netflix while I'm. Now. <laughs> I just pull up my phone and I'm like, you know, this is Body by Netflix. <laughs> hey, I was going to talk to you, uh, but you know, hey, my Netflix show. But hey, I'm trying to catch up on Frasier. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a third. It's a third rewatch. And I'm going through my second watch. Actually, <laughs> the person starts talking. You just put it in your earbuds. And I'm just like, yeah. You're thinking, how rude. Can't you see him watching <laughs> She's going, why did you ask me to come? <laughs> You're the asshole here, okay? Oh, man. Can I not just look at you in between watching Netflix? Um, So he invites Robin over to watch Sleepless in Seattle. Actually, I will go ahead and say that, that uh, oh, what, what's, well, we don't, we don't know. I was about to say, what's the cable guy's name? We don't know his name. He, he like, Ricky Ricardo. He says it at the end. <laughs> Baba um, so he's a pretty badass wingman. Like he gonna get you laid. No, that's you know? true. And, that's and, true. And, and like if you break up with a girl, he's gonna do whatever he can to get her get her back. You know, he's just he's looking out for you. You know, he's just a little weird, a little eccentric. Yeah, you know, a little overbearing. He's like, hey, having a tough time with your woman friends. It's okay. I'll just get you a prostitute and not tell you. <laughs> like I thought that scene like would have been hilarious. That's the best scene of the movie. I thought it. Could have been really funny. Just 
different actors. A little bit more serious playing it. Okay, you're talking about in terms of yeah, Carrie. That's the thing, man. It's like the dialogue is written for. It's like like I was telling you last night. If you could imagine like younger Michael Keaton and then younger Jack Nicholson sitting there. <laughs> and Keaton's eating the eggs, and he's get he gets that look like what? What do you mean pay next time? And Nicholson's just doing his thing, dude. If we had a time machine, and we could go back to Nicholson during the seventies, yes, like, make this fucking it would yeah it so, would be great. like Mister Mom era uh, Keaton yeah with seventies uh, era yeah uh, yeah nice. yeah it would be amazing. Um, did you <clears throat> did you say the one with uh, with um, Nicholson and I think it was Morgan Freeman. I think it's called The Bucket List. No, I didn't see that. It's kind of like that. Like, you know, Nicholson's uh, got money and he takes Morgan Freeman, you know, around the world. He's dying or whatever. Or like Nicholson's dying of cancer. And he, you know, latches on to Morgan Freeman and they go around and, and, and they just party. And they go skydiving and they fucking, you know, spend money. Go live that life, baby. They, well, yeah, they're basically, let, let's live life while we got it now. I really like Nicholson's old man movies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I, I could kind of see that that character, you know, this this, this crazy like, I person. I liked um, As Good As It Gets. Oh, oh that's, yeah, that's great. great. Yeah. I liked About Schmidt. Oh, that's that's amazing, I too. I Schmidt yeah. as well. I like that uh, Reese Witherspoon um, comedy he did uh, with fucking Paul Rudd. I forget the name of it. How Do You Feel? I didn't see that one. It's it's not bad. I think it's from the filmmakers that did uh, As Good As It Gets. Not 100% sure on that. Huh. I think it's that. What's that? James L. Brooks? I think it's his, yeah. that's his movie. Well, I didn't think Matthew Broderick did too bad in this movie. I mean, like uh, upon like watching it this time around, I was like, I, I thought he was pretty solid. He, he plays the, he plays the role. He's just kind of like a. He just doesn't bring anything to it. He's yeah, just, <laughs> it's a lot of surprise face. <laughs> That's definitely true. Yeah, it's just like oh, <laughs> eyebrows up, eyes wide open. Oh man, yeah, mouth drop. But but he's 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 so good in certain moments, like when fucking uh, when he, when he goes when he's in jail and uh, he goes and visits him. Oh, he's like, Billy. oh Billy. He's, he's you know he puts his head up there on the window and he's like touch it. He's like, I'm not going to touch it. He's like, you need human contact. Touch it. <laughs> and you see, even in that joke, even in that scene, like I think somebody that playing it a little bit more, and it's hard because it's a comedy, but right. like getting more angry, because he just looks like he's about to laugh through every scene. Who, Broderick? Yeah. Yeah. And man, he does laugh. If you watch his face <laughs> in some scenes, he is busting out laughing. And there's certain times too, just, just editing and or directorial wise like like when he hears carrie say the line about i pay this time you pay next time yeah he's like what they, what do you mean it should have been on him carrie in the background doing some shit so you're on him getting that as he's getting that revelation of oh you're saying what? so we're, we're we're in like a like a medium close-up or whatever and then you've got like you know deep background he's like still making eggs and shit yeah and then, then he comes in and sits down and explains like, so as more he, cin cinematic than that shot that they did have yeah that just that two shot <laughs> yeah but it feels like we paid jim carrey 20 million dollars we're gonna shoot jim carrey oh right. yeah it's like even when he's installing robin's <clears throat> cable and he comes and knocks at the door jim carrey's got the moment outside the door and it's like well no jim carrey's the antagonist right yeah he doesn't have the moment outside the door we're inside with the girl and she hears the knock and then we see him when we open the door. That's how that reveal happens. Right. That's how it happens in every movie. That's cinema. You know, that's how we tell these stories. But in this movie, it, the reveal is that it's her. 
Oh, yeah. Well, and Jim's got to have a like. Jim Carrey's got to have a joke outside the apartment building. What was the joke outside the apartment building? She's like, uh, "Who is it?" Um, and he's like, "Oh, it's the cable guy." <laughs> cable guy. Nothing's wrong with my cable. And he's like, "Oh God!" He like rolls oh, his oh, eyes, or yeah. something like that. And it's not even that funny of a moment, right? I just, I think this is a great example of Ben Stiller is not a very good director, and this is like a, a just a movie that shows you. Bad direction. I'm not, I don't want to be mean. Right. Like, I think everybody else did a great job. The lighting's fine. The editing's great for the footage that they had. I mean, what they shot. I understand why they it's cut this way. Yeah. The performances are, for the most part, fine. Right. I mean, Jack Black's good. He's 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 very good. He, I was like, damn, I couldn't believe I didn't remember him like, in this. They should have switched the two. I had Jack Black play um, either one of the the cable guy or. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be good. I could see Jack Black playing the cable guy. Yeah, I could totally do, see that as well. Yeah. So when, when he goes into the office to give um, the girl uh, her cable, he goes into the like the air conditioner ducts like John McClane, and he's like, you know, pulling the cable through there, and he stops and he sees her undressing. Yeah, he which, sees that little birthmark. He sees or the something. birthmark, and then he pops out of the. Um, <laughs> Then he pops out of the, uh, the uh, he's in like the pantry, and he comes down and it's like, ooh, it was hot and steamy up there, or whatever. You think he was up there jerking off, or was he, or was he just talking about how he was just saw her, and that's hot and steamy? I think he was up there actually like, Dude, yeah, yeah, I, I, I did not even put a thought into. That. I think Jim Carrey just they <laughs> went action, and he went, ooh, it's hot and steamy. And I mean, like <laughs> that, that would be a real subtle joke in this movie, like. You know, if they were implying that, I think they would have done a masturbation or a sperm oh, joke. Oh, you're saying or, like, you know, so they, oh, yeah. it would have been him like, yeah, he's up there like popping it. Yeah. What's that noise? <laughs> what, what is that? And he would have been, it's not the cable guy. <laughs> he has to say that a bunch. It's nothing. It's, it's the electrical cable here. They're, they're, they're beating themselves crazily. Uh, I don't, uh, he's like, I have to lube it up to get into the sweet spot. Like, Let's see where he goes and he like rubs on the wall. He's like, That's "Oh, ooh, there it is." <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah, I just, I just feel like this movie really suffered from, and I mean, I wasn't there, so I don't. I'm. This is only speculation, but like they had an idea that could be kind of fun and cool, right? Then they had some themes that they were like, "These could be cool," and then they hired Jim Carrey, <laughs> and it just got silly. Yeah. I think he's coming off of, uh, I don't know if this is before or after the second Ace Ventura. Uh, this is after. So, yeah, he's coming out of all that, you know. Like he's th- Those are way over the top. So didn't really have that many movies, though, if you think about it, before he got a $20 million paycheck. paycheck. He had Ace Ventura, Ace Ventura 2, uh, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Batman Forever. Oh, this was, this was after Batman Forever. Yeah, that was in, wow. uh, what was that, 1995. Wow. Okay. That all of those are over the top performances. Like holy shit. Well, I but, mean, this, but this, this, this was his first. Of, this was yeah. his first like dark time. You know, people go, like going dark. And his first like serious role was Truman Show. What was that ninety seven? So yeah, he was like next. Yeah. yeah. And I really like that one. Like this. This was his step into getting to because maybe you know this is getting weird and get a little dark and then go do something like that. Like if if this hadn't existed, it may have been pretty weird to go from. Is this really that dark? People talk about that. When I was doing research, it was like, oh, this is really dark. People like at the, I know. But at the time, like now when we see things, no, it's not that dark. But like I said, I think this movie is better now than it is then when you look at it 
instead of like, you know, you're living in the Jim Carrey world while the crazy shit's happening. All that stuff happens now. And we're, we're in, uh, we're in an age where we're used to dark fucking, um, breaking bad was on TV. I mean, like there's dark shit that this like mainstream now. I didn't think this was dark in, in 1996 though. It's dark for Jim Carrey. I guess it's dark for Jim. Maybe yeah, they just true. meant like it's lit dark. And it, I mean, night it is scenes. definitely lit dark. It's not lit like a comedy. Yeah, that's true. And then there's some there's some like you know little horrory aspects like that scene where he's on the phone he's laying there and the fucking spider crawls across his face. That's some just creepy weird shit. Yeah, but it's not it's not creepy though. It really it's, it's it's stupid because it's Jim Carrey and he's making that dumb face where he just like before didn't he go like oh, hold on I have a call. Yeah. Please hold. Okay, I'm back. Hey, Chip, I know it's you. Chip, Chip, I know it's you. Stop. I just think you have a problem letting go that of Jim Carrey. Just fucking let it go that it's Jim no, Carrey it's and not just a problem. watch it. Look, like let let. I mean, it's it's no, a weird, over the top character. Just let it happen. No, you know? it, it's like watching a Jerry Lewis movie. Yeah, but that good good lady. See, that's you know the problem, saying? Jared. The mo- it, it would be okay if this was a Jim Carrey movie, but the movie is not a Jim Carrey movie. Jim Carrey is in a movie that should have been for somebody else. <laughs> he should not have been cast in this movie. I agree. Or he should have been directed. He should have been reined in a little bit is what you're saying. A lot of it. I mean, it's just, well, I think when you give somebody $20 million and it's the first time anybody's ever made $20 million and we're like, well, who are you to tell me what I'm going to do? You know, you, did you hire me or not? Did you hire Jim Carrey or not? You know, but I, I watched the behind the scenes uh, thing um, where they were shooting the, um, parking garage scene where Matthew Broderick walks out. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty weird, man. How many people are on set? It's just like people just standing around. I was like, this is what big budget looks like. This <laughs> motherfucker's just standing the fuck around and they're slow. Yeah. They're slowly doing takes. He walks over and he stands there. Action, action, rolling, 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 rolling. Okay. Seven cameras. Wow. <laughs> you know, like damn, man. Did they have seven cameras? They didn't I, have seven I, cameras. I heard four, at least four or five rollings on that one scene. Are you sure they weren't just repeating it? No, it, it was. You could hear it coming from different. Oh well, maybe they were throwing it down the line. Yeah, I think they were just throwing it down because um, I'm pretty sure that just based off the continuity, this was not multi-camera. Even for that little, like, because they, they were doing like car chase stuff or that car stuff where the cars were like, you know, Matthew Broderick's like driving. So maybe it could have yeah, been maybe, a couple cameras yeah, on that. Maybe on that. But it was kind of neat because uh, that's a that's a really cool like visual moment in the movie where I, I don't know how the hell his character was supposed to control all the cars in the fucking. In the parking lot where all the lights come on and all the fucking alarms go off and shit. When he starts doing the from fucking Friday 13th. I do like the movie reference. Yeah, I'll know that it's full of crazy little movie references. But uh, even though most of them are from the 90s. That was weird. Yeah. But it was kind of cool to see the behind the scenes a little bit on that with how they were doing the cars. You uh, you could hear them on the radio going. Uh, they were counting down, you know, uh, Ten, five, you know, he's like, okay, and all cars flashing, flashing, okay, okay, and stop, and everybody stops, and then they, oh, oh, start up again. You can even hear him, like everybody clicking the, 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 uh, the flashers on and off, on and off, on and off. <laughs> I mean, that was, that's pretty cool, man. It's like you know, there, there were probably thirty cars in that in that garage, and like there's there's people in every one of them, and they're flashing the lights and shit. <laughs> it totally works. It's a cool effect. No, no, it's it's a good moment. I like the lighting there. Yeah, the green. It's good. What do you think of his nightmare? Oh, where he's got the uh, the the like the glow in the dark uh, cable guy, cable gula. You know, it's just he's like that's when he's finally realizing that uh, this is a crazy motherfucker. You know, and now he's actually scared of him. 
I liked it. It's a cool little sinister little moment with the. I like the peephole shot. Yeah, I like his uh, his contacts are nice. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Those are cool. Well, you like it? No, I thought they could have cut that out completely. <laughs> yeah, they probably should have. I mean, it served no purpose at all whatsoever in the movie. They gave you no new information. It's just that you know his he's getting more and more afraid of him. That's what I see out of that. You know. Uh, yeah, but I think we get that. Yeah. But I don't know. How, how can you be afraid of guys? This is this is what I'm saying. Like everyone's saying that this movie is fucking dark, and we should be afraid of this guy. And then at the end of the movie, he's holding a chick with a fucking a stapler hostage. It's not a gun. It's a fucking <laughs> stapler. It's like that what just the shows fuck? how how disconnected he is. You know. I know. But what I'm saying and is, he's like, like, what are you gonna do? He's like, I don't know. Kind of making it up as go along. Why would she even go up there with him? I don't get why. I don't get why she's so like dumb uh, with that. That's what I'm saying. I think she's her character's a little annoying to me because like she's like <laughs> uh, protecting him, you know. And Matthew Broderick's like stay away from me. He's like he's like no, you know. Like she's just totally on his side out of nowhere. Like, and we have no idea what happened in their relationship that fell apart. So there's like no. there's no rev- relevancy there. Well, he he. He asked her to marry him, and she was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's all Not we ready had. for that, bro. And just because he was like, hey, uh, he popped a question, they need some time apart, and she's going to date somebody else? Like, fuck. Like, no, obviously <laughs> I'd there's be a some little other, pissed. Yeah, there's some other issues here. Yeah, that, that big time. I wouldn't even want to, yeah, like, I don't even want to get back with you if you're going to go date <laughs> hey, Owen wait, wait a minute, I asked you to marry me, so now I have to move out? Like, we can't even just keep dating? Yeah, and, and you're going to start seeing other people? Oh, man. I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> I, I do like how much of a dick Owen Wilson is. It's kind of not his normal character. And when he's at the table, and he's like, "Hey, man, hey, hey, hey what's going on? Are we we waiting for those uh, those chickens to hatch? Are they hatch yet? Come on!" I mean, I don't want to inconvenience you or anything. I'm like, God, what a dick! Fucking, can you believe the attitude around here? <laughs> he's, like, oh, he's, 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 he's like, "Oh, yes, yeah, so tell me about your job." He's like, oh, man, well, you wait a minute. I really, really want to know about your job. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> I'm going to use the head real quick. <laughs> what a douche. And see, I thought that was an odd choice. For him? Yeah. I, I think that they, like, they have, like, there's so many, like, cameos in this. I think they just had a list of people. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, all right, you've got. There are a lot of cameos. Jim Carrey's going to show up and beat him up. Right. Jim Carrey's your, he's the bad guy in the movie. He's the guy that. Broadwick is supposed to be afraid of. But in that scene, Owen Wilson is such a dick, you want him to beat him up. So, oh, totally, yeah. So suddenly you're like on his side again. That's what I'm saying. He, he's like, that's why I kind of like say in this in this viewing, I, I kind of saw like, he's, he's actually a pretty damn solid like wingman. He's he's taking up for his friend. Like, you know, what, what he sees as his friend. Just with illegal activity. Hey, who hasn't done that for their friends, right? I've never beaten a guy in a bathroom for anybody. I've you never know? given a friend a whole bunch of stolen. <laughs> <laughs> that was badass. <laughs> I hey. I would actually be super unnerved. I'd be like, "Wow, this is really badass, guys. I really appreciate you guys bringing this over." Like, how the fuck did you get in my house? I would be like, "You got to get that figured out." You can have motherfuckers like in your house. Well, I mean, you know, if they're just coming by to upgrade your fucking home, entertainment, <laughs> and I'll hide my... cameras. <laughs> Well, you know, hey, you, you guys think they go with the badge, right? I, mean, I, I like that line where he's talking about his boss, and he's like, you know, hair plugs. And he's like, I think I hate him. Like, <laughs> That is such a weird conversation, yeah, too. He's like, yeah. like, he's trying to get back with Robin, and he's, he's like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about my shitty boss. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, dude, you're, let me tell you what, you're winning her over right now. She's right. loving this conversation. Yeah, I knew it was going to play back later. 
because even when it was happening, I was like, man, that's an odd thing to have them be talking about. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's going to come back. Yeah, there are a lot of weird scripting issues where things are are kind of just brought up very haphazardly and not not finessed at all. They're like, you know, hey, come on, audience, we're smart. No, they're just yeah. gonna drop some shit. No, the movie just it it, it moves. It, I mean, the story kind of I didn't really get bored with it. It kind of like it does move really quickly, but it is like set it up, knock it down, set it up, knock it down, like beat, beat, beat. You know, you're right. It doesn't outstay its welcome. You no, know, yeah. That. So it's it's cool. I mean, like it, it's. It, it was thought out. It was it was it was performed well. I I see why I see your point of view on it, but uh, I, I still say I still hold hold true that it, it it holds up a little better than what you might think, and it's a fun movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, trailer time. It's trailer time. All right, guys, we're gonna play the trailer for the Cable Guy. We'll be back. Let's do this. Slip the cable guy 50 bucks, he'll give you all the movie channels for free. You're offering me a bribe. What you have just done is illegal. And in this state, if convicted, you could be fined up to $5,000 or spend six months in a correctional facility. Oh, oh, please. No, that was dumb. I'm just, I was just making conversation. <laughs> I'm just jerking your chin. I'll juice you up. For Stephen Kovacs. Hey! You guys play here too? Cool. The price of cable just went up. Okay, Chip Douglas, you're on my team. Let's play. No way. I'm on Steven's team. No. We're not friends. I don't even know you. Well, let's fix that. He's got a friend he can't control. Where are we going? Only the finest restaurant in town. Can I have your skin? Check this out. Silence. Of the lambs. I just don't have any room in my life for a new friend. So, what are you trying to say? A friend who will not be ignored. I gave you free cable. The guy is a sociopath. <laughs> he leaves messages on my machine night and day. If you're there, pick up. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. He shows up wherever I go. He won't leave me alone. He's going to need some tough love. There's Stephen Kovacs in here. I'm Stephen Kovacs. I didn't do anything. Just call my cable guy. At least look into it. Nobody named Chip Douglas works for the cable company. Suspicious, isn't it? You're all being fooled by him. <laughs> He's a lunatic and he's a felon. Don't mess with me. Come back here so that I may pain thee. I'm here for you. Don't do that. You're going to get me killed. Oh, Billy. <laughs> Jim Carrey, Matthew Broderick, The Cable Guy. Okay, I'm going. Take off. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for The Cable Guy. You know, Benson, if they wouldn't have had that scene, then we wouldn't have had that scene in that trailer, which was all over the trailer. You know, the dream sequence. Ben Stiller loved that sequence so much, it's all over the trailer. Man, that trailer was boring. <laughs> You're so boring, you got up and left. Yeah, I, was <laughs> I like, think oh. it's the first time you've ever got up and left out of a trailer. Yeah. You were like, I'm fuck gonna, this, I'm going to get some wine. I already, I already <laughs> heard the jokes. <laughs> I'm done. It's got that very 90s... Uh, Fuck slow. Matthew Broderick is but da 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 you know? The cable guy. Nothing, Benson. So when was the first time y'all saw this? I saw this in the theater. Really? No yeah. shit. Yeah, I was a fan of uh, of Jim Carrey. Wow. Back in the day, man. 
I like this stuff. I remember begging my mom to buy me Ace Ventura When Nature Calls on VHS. She's like, I'm not buying that stupid movie for you. I was like, please, mom, god damn it, really? She's like, no. And I had to go, like, you know, scrimp and save. So oh. I, I definitely didn't get to go to the theater to watch it. I remember reenacting uh, Ace Ventura. Yeah. Especially doing the. You the bending box. over with your ass? <laughs> You know? Yeah, I remember doing that. <laughs> Excuse me, may I ask? May you I ask few... you a question? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Do you have any mint? Do you have any mint? Or some uh, banaka? <laughs> Perhaps some banaka. <laughs> oh, ridiculous! No, I, mean, I love I love Jim Carrey, man. I I think you know when he's doing his thing, it's it's great. It's great. I think I saw this for the first time on HBO in, in glorious four by three. Oh man! Yeah. Man, this was a big year, man. 1996, Mission Impossible. The first Mission Impossible? Yeah, dude. Ooh, that's a good one. Twister, Independence Day. Twister. Yeah, Air. No, Air Force One was uh, the next year. Fucking Twister. No, that's 99. That's 99. Yeah. There's a cow. There's another cow. <laughs> I think it's the same cow. Like, dude. Oh, rest in peace, Bill Baxton. Did you guys ever go to the Twister ride in Universal? Yes. It's very weird. It's terrible. Yeah, it is. It's like, you know, like Bill Paxton's like talking to you on, you know, hi, I'm Bill Paxton. While you're waiting in line. Yeah, while you're waiting in line. Being just... blown with fans while you're sweating your <laughs> yeah. ass off. You're just like, fuck you, fan. Hi, when I'm Bill Paxton. Did you know that 27 tornadoes touch down every three hours during the summer? <laughs> like, you know, like... <laughs> And that's why, with the help of Dorothy, too. Um. Hey, Bill, uh, let me tell you something about my swamp ass is going on right here in Orlando in this theme park, motherfucker. Uh, poor Bill Paxton. What was oh, the... I, uh, I remember the big... Yeah. One of the big pushes for Twister was the sound. You could feel the tornado. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's the most oh, yeah. realistic sound. Was that, was that like the first surround sound? or? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't remember that being a a big surround sound thing. No, because surround sound existed before 1996. I just remember it, the the advertisement. This there was like this new sound something. I know D, DTS was it DTS existed before then. Down to sound, yeah. <laughs> we are digital down to sound. System. <laughs> digital G, digital theater sound. What is fucking DTS it's, stand for? They're down to sound. I don't know. Oh man, it could be digital theater sound it's or Dolby like theater sound. It's digital something? No, it's not Dolby because DTS is a competitor with Dolby. What up, Dolby? I think Dolby had something to do with what I'm remembering. Oh, okay. Well, that, that makes sense. Could Maybe. Be. You know what? Maybe it was uh, the first uh, seven point one movie. Maybe I, that would be around that time. But yeah, that was it's, it's a crazy year. Although, if memory serves correct, I think the biggest comedy of 1996 was The Nutty Professor. Written by uh, the same person who wrote this. What? No. I, I looked it up. No. Yep. You're making shit up. I'm Jay. not making shit up. <laughs> Dude, you are making shit I'm up. I'm not. The guy who wrote this Look at also us. wrote uh, Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. Look at us bringing it back. No, Dan. This this guy's only movie is The Cable Guy. Or was it The... Wait. I was like, the, I know, okay, so the, the dude who directed... Sorry. The dude who directed When Nature Calls wrote The Nutty Professor. Oh, okay. my bad. So when I was doing research on this, that's where my brain got crossed. Yeah, yeah. Didn't that guy do that? He did that kung fu. He does all those thumb. The... He does all those thumb parodies. <laughs> that's that Steve um, Odenkirk. Is that yes. Bob Odenkirk's brother? I have no idea. You know, Bob Odenkirk's in this movie. 
No, he, where? Yes, he is. He's uh, he's he's in the family scene when when she goes and 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 like and like he he oh he, he my forces, god he's right he, he right. forces him to punch him and he's like he's like it's okay I forgive you oh my like, goodness <laughs> I yes now that you're saying yeah Bob Odenkirk's yeah. there yeah and so is um and David Cross head. is in there yes. as well and uh, so is Kyle Gass Andy uh, Dick and, and I'll do Andy Dick is great <laughs> he plays the the main guy at medieval times. Like like the like the 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 Lord or whatever second like the, second best scene in the movie, yeah medieval times. No, no, I love that. I love the the part in medieval times where the right when they get on the horses and Andy Dick is like, "Come on, man, get on the fucking horse." He's really, I think he's really I think serious. This guy's serious. I think this guy's serious. <laughs> <laughs> I love all of the character actors that are in the medieval times section more than. Anything else in this entire movie, dude? I mean, I, I'll agree with that. It's done. That, that, I don't know, man. That that, that star, that Star Trek, like uh, fucking, <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to not to be super loud, but <laughs> no, dude. Look, that, that, you're right. That was great. The music before that, though, with the fucking like weird rock and roll, heavy metal that was playing during the fight. That that, that was a little weird. That was bizarre. That kind of took me out of the movie. Really? Yeah, there's a bunch of like, like music moments in the film that really took me out. It just felt very '90s, like when they're playing <laughs> basketball. It's like filters. Um, oh. Hey man, nice shot. Yeah. It's like, come on, fuck <laughs> this song, dude. No, everybody that was alive during the '90s heard this fucking song to death. You are done. Yeah, but it's about like you know, like, get another shot, bro. It was even what was it? Uh, Tales from Crypt Demon Knight. That was the opening song for that film. Like, yeah. come on, man. We already did this in 95. We don't need to do it again in 96. Like, is the song really about basketball? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's about actually taking no. a punch, right? It's like a nice shot. Is it not? Is it not about a fight? I don't know. I, yeah, it's either I a fight not. or somebody shooting somebody. Or somebody playing basketball. Or somebody playing basketball. Hey, man. It's a nice, nice shot, shot bro. <laughs> it's like, you know, r- running up running up Jack Black's we back. We see their faces. <laughs> Man. Wish you could see uh, our beautiful faces, too. Uh, I'm yeah. glad you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing your friend, Steven. Oh, I'm not a big fan of the, the, the basketball section. I'm not a big fan of sports. Sorry. I don't sports. So whenever I see sports and movies, I'm like, oh... That's the thing I don't do. Oh, that's that thing you do when you leave the couch. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm mean, like, hold on a minute. <laughs> I'm here for the commercials, everybody. I did like the opening credit sequence with the TVs. The and, static and all that. Yeah, yeah, flipping through. I thought that was cool. It was a good way to get you into the movie. I it thought, sets it up that it's about TV. Yeah. It, you know, you get Matthew Broderick r- right away. I liked that the movie didn't waste time. Like, by the time the... Uh, credits are done um jim carrey's in the movie right yeah yeah i, I, I love that i thought that worked well no pacing's fine yeah and that's my compliments for the night gentlemen. i'm so glad that you gave us a compliment <laughs> thank you we're done we're done here all right that's a wrap uh give it a six um no <laughs> you know jack black starts the whole movie does he? I'm trying to remember the opening. Yeah, because he's uh he's the one who suggests you know like hey if you slip your cable guy fifty dollars oh get yeah all he, the he, he sets for it up free, yeah man come on it'll be awesome yeah he he does call it out Matthew Broderick does call it out later in the movie like hey you're the one that fucking you know suggested I slip him fifty dollars you think that it, it like uh basically that was the imprint moment like uh 
Jim Carrey wouldn't have uh, imprinted on Matthew Broderick unless he would have asked for the for the discount or for the free cable, free premium. Yeah, that's kind of what it seems like. Yeah. And also, it's weird that he shows... Okay. At the end of the movie, they talk about... Uh, he kind of like finds out about... Uh, about the cable guy through um, Jack Black's character, he says he doesn't really work for the cable company. Yeah, I was I was fixing to ask, where did the real cable guy? Go? Yeah, where who's the? Did he like kill the real cable guy? Oh no, it, I think what he was saying was that the this guy has been applying to cable companies and constantly getting fired. He's been applying under all these fake names. That's how he's got oh, all those aliases. Okay, but. Matthew's character called the cable company to come install cable, and they right. didn't show up. Well, yeah. Well, you see him later in the movie where he's tapped into the phone line, and he's calling Robin. And, yeah. You know, so I would just assume that he's a crazy fucker that's monitoring that, you know, right. these, this cable company's uh But when the cable call. company says, yeah, we're going to send somebody, and they send somebody... Well, I mean, Where I, did the guy go? I'm, I'm assuming that he's talking to Chip. Chip intercepted the call and was like, hey, such and such cable. <laughs> it, the, it says the cable company. That's the name of his van. It says, it says the cable company. Hey, you called the cable company. I'm the cable guy. So you think he called Chip? Yeah. Okay. I mean, otherwise, it doesn't make any goddamn sense at all. <laughs> I mean, you know... I, Unless he does yeah. work for him, you know, as uh, Ernie Douglas or Chip Douglas or whatever. No, he says he doesn't even work for the cable company. Yeah, he's been fired. This has happened repeatedly. Like, his customers complained about him stalking. Um, I, I brought it up earlier, but I forgot. Like, to, we never got there. But, like, it's weird how it's when he, you know, he turns off the cable when, there's, when he's trying to watch Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. for some reason, there is a switch in a hallway <laughs> that's visible that you can flip and turn off somebody's cable that's just behind a breaker box. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think cable works like that. cutoff switch. For yeah. cable. <laughs> Dude, you don't want... That. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense what at all. What if the, old, like, stuff the and, oh. old guy next door is about to like start watching Hard Bodies and you're like, No, Mr. Johnson, what is you hard might bodies? die of a heart attack. <laughs> this some kind of porn? It's like Skinamax. Uh, okay. You know, hard bodies, bro. Yeah, baby. Come oh, on. it went up to like hard bodies five. No shit. I'm gonna have to do some research on hard bodies. Damn. IMDb. It. Is that like old old school <laughs> like? Uh, see, how many, see how many sequels they have. Old school like scrambled porn days where it's like just dancing to like. <laughs> no, no, they were like detective <laughs> movies. And... Oh, so there's actually yeah, like a plot. I just saw the nipple. Did you see it? <laughs> I you totally saw it. it. I'm telling my mom's like, I know what you're watching in there. I'm just no, like, I gotta turn the, the fucking sound movies off. <laughs> took a dip in quality when they realized, oh, they're just watching this for the tits. Of course we are. Hey, man, Hard Bodies came out the same year as The Terminator, 1984. What Hard the Bodies fuck? came out the year I was born, baby. Uh, wait, we gotta go down to sequels here. Is there a sequel section? There should be. There usually is on IMDb. I think you're lying. Oh, apparently there's only two, bro. There's only two, two, man. Yeah, there's only two. Unless there was a space in Hard Bodies. <laughs> well, there was a remake in uh, 2018, and there was also Ma- uh, Malibu Hard Bodies in 1992. <laughs> I got to see the remake. I want to see the Malibu Hard Bodies. Because <laughs> you know, dude, it's the hardest, hardest body. Yeah, so usually it'd be a movie about like either a couple or some detective that's on the case. <laughs> and would have lots of Cinemax sex. Right. You know, when you're investigating, you need to have 
You gotta, you know, sex. have sex with all the witnesses. Damn straight. <laughs> it's it's like a, it's like a lie detector. You How know? do you not know about Skinamax? <laughs> I I didn't have Cinemax growing up. Eh, I would just mo- mostly remember the the Shannon Tweed movies. We would get HBO when they would do the free <laughs> the free the, the weekend. Kiss guy's wife who was a. Uh... I know who you're talking about. Who's the lead singer of Kiss? To my Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. There we go. Yes. Not the actress from Star Trek. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. No, the, the lead singer of <laughs> but like Kiss. The lead yeah. singer of Kiss. His wife. Uh, I think it was. I think her name's Sharon Tweed. Isn't it Sharon Tweed? Sounds right. She was yeah. in a bunch of like yeah, little Skinamax flicks. Really? Yeah. A bunch. I bet you, that's why she likes that long tongue. Well, the only reason I know this is because she did one that was a, a Die Hard knockoff. And I was like, fucking Die Hard with a chick? That <laughs> was awesome! It's like, what, what, what's up with these titties in this movie? Come on, where's the killing? Go, let's get to the killing! What's the, uh, the what, Alyssa Milano, really the first time I saw the movie she was naked in was during Skinamax. Really? Oh. Huh. You know, I just saw they, they, they've done a remake of Big, and it's called Little... <laughs> what? And it's with a it's with a it's a, with a little girl now. And it's just completely backwards. Yep. I just saw the trailer today. No, that's I'm not really real. confused. It is real. Yeah. It's not real. It's called Little. How is it a remake if that, wait, it's completely backwards? It's a reimagining. That's a joke, right? You're making a joke. I'm not making a joke. You're not making a joke. You have like, IMDb actually, sitting right they there. They actually reference the movie Big. No, they don't. But like, it's basically it shows this woman who's a bitch and this little girl, and she's kind of a bitch to this little girl, and this little girl pulls out a wand, and she's like, I'm going to make you little. And then she wakes up the next day, and she's a little girl, and she's having to go through her fucking life. Am I right? Is it there? A woman is transformed into her younger self at a point in her life when the pleasures of adulthood become too much to bear. It's called Little. The original was called Big. <laughs> Come on, man. This one like like totally slipped under the fucking carpet here. Well, wait a minute. Didn't they already do this? Wasn't there a Jennifer Garner movie like uh, 13, 13 going, going on 30? 30? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that already like a fucking big remake with a chick? Kinda. Well, they've been doing this story with... Kurt Cameron did one was where that, he switched with his dad. Oh, wait. That wasn't Kurt Cameron, was it? No, Kurt Cameron did one. But the, you're thinking of Vice Versa. Uh, there, there, there's, this has happened many times. With like Vice Versa, wasn't that with like uh, Fred Savage and, yes. and Judd, Judd, uh, Judd, Judd, Apatow, Judd, Judd Nelson? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> Judd Ju- Judge, Judge Reinhold. It's that's, Judge that, Reinhold. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of, too. Uh, the, but there's one, there's one with Dudley Moore. Yeah, that's vice versa. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's uh, what? No, that's uh, I forget the name of that movie. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. I'm off of that. It's <laughs> not my genre. Yeah, I wouldn't call that a remake. That's just it's a reimagining of stealing the same idea. Yeah, but it says little, and the original was called Big. <laughs> like, <laughs> but we're going backwards, Jared. It's in reverse, so it's yeah. totally different. Oh, yeah, it's, to- it's totally different. In Hollywood. Right? I mean, it's totally a new story. <laughs> That's not the same thing at all. So I'm going to do uh, a remake of The Cable Guy, but what I'm going to do is it's going to be The Amazon Delivery Guy. <laughs> then that would not be a remake of The Cable Guy. <laughs> and, like, you know, he's he's always, because this guy gets all of his shit, even through, he, he, he even uses, like, Amazon Pantry. And so this guy's like always bringing shit to the house, you know. He's like, I'm here all the time anyways, bro. You want to hang out sometime? I know you get a lot of fiber. He's like, I've been shipping a lot of this great medical marijuana, and we can like hang out sometimes. Because, you know, sometimes packages get lost in the mail. Like, <laughs> what do you think, man? 
He's like, he's like, I'll give you all free shipping. <laughs> Matthew Broderick's character just free has like everything. a really bad, like really bad day. And he's like, you know what? I'll take you up on that. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, man. Imagine that, Amazon. Now, what was the, the Chloe Moretz movie you were talking about? That's Oh, that's out right now. Um, that was uh, Greta. Is that another crazy person movie? Yeah, it is. It's uh, It looks like a, a kind of a same sex uh, fatal attraction. Interesting. Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Um, but yeah, sounds kind of hot. I forget what her name is. Is it? Is it Glo- Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz? Grace Moretz. It's Grace Moretz. Okay, I, I forget where. I'm it- pretty sure I'm, I'm mispronouncing Moretz, but we 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 visited Chloe her Metz, career uh, with uh, the remake Moretz. of uh, Let Me In. Yeah. But yeah, it it looks pretty good. I, I don't know if you guys seen the trailer for it, but yeah. she she was also in Suspiria at the beginning. That's right, she was. Yeah, they weird, say she really was. weird. Well, that was her, but like, and I don't know if it's her at the end, but it's definitely her at the beginning. All weird and emaciated and gross. I haven't looking. bought that yet. I need to pick that up. No, you don't. It wasn't good. Leave it, dude. That was good. I'm gonna watch that movie again. <sighs> okay, Brian. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, dude, go back and listen to our podcast and talk to me about that. I think I gave that movie a nine on that podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> Pretty sure I did. Well, if you gave that a nine, what do you give this? Oh, wait. We, we, we have the rating Fuck section? Fuck it, man. Yeah, Let's get yeah. there. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, this is a two, guys. It's a two. This is a two. Whoa. 2.5? Two, 2.5, maybe See, three. See, you take whoa, meaning you went low. That's not what I meant. Oh, <laughs> I'm maybe, kidding. I'm kidding. Maybe it's a three. Well, I mean, okay. Look, the cinematography is fantastic. The editing is great. Um, the music works when they actually use the score and right. not using popular music of the time. The performances are okay. This is just bad direction, dude. This is what bad direction looks like. This is the perfect example of like why you need a fucking director in charge of a fucking film. This is like. All the people are doing great jobs, but they just don't know what the fuck to do. And they're doing great jobs for the scene. They're not doing great jobs for the whole of the story. Yeah. That's the problem. And I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of things that they they almost – they touch on, but they don't flesh out. It was like, oh, I, was yeah. tell, like I was telling you earlier. Like he – when he's going to kill himself, he says, no, I got to kill the babysitter and – He's going to try to shut down the cable for the whole world so this doesn't happen to anybody else. Right. You could have set that whole scene up just by making her job be a babysitter. And, like, have it set up to where when Matthew Broderick gets there, he thinks he's going to kill his girlfriend. But he set it up so that he would save his girlfriend so she'd get back with him and then he could break the cable. And then that's a good, you know, that's a heel, that's a double turn right there. And he's the still movie. being a badass wingman. <laughs> right, that's what I'm Kinda, saying. He, yeah. <laughs> that's what a double turn means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's turning into the good guy at the end of the movie. Yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> Brian shrugged his shoulders. Yeah. Saying, <laughs> but instead, you just get the line, and it's like, why even bring it up? I know, I'm, with, I'm, with, I'm with you, man. What are you rating it, Vincent? I was going to give it a, like 3.5. Okay, I'll give it a 3 then. You're going to go three, five. I go at least go three. The technical stuff was well done. Jared? Janine Garofalo looked good. Yes, she did. Man, dude, I forgot how good she looked back yeah. in the day. Yeah, I totally have a crush on her in 96. Yeah, man. Oh, She's my great. God. I don't like her little anarchy tattoo on her, like written with a Sharpie I don't on give her a chest. Fuck, bro. Don't I, care. I, <laughs> don't care. 
<laughs> you can have that tattoo all you want, honey. No, keep I'll it. try to lick it off. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, some things to say. I'll see if I can suck that sucker right off there. Yeah, man. She, she was great. I was totally surprised. Used to thinking about her now, currently. Yeah. And it's just like, damn. Or not thinking about her. Yeah, I, I really don't ever think about her. Sorry, yeah, Janine. Yeah, I guess that is true. She doesn't do a lot of stuff. Like, well, I guess maybe it's just stuff I don't watch. It's true. Again, I... comedy. It's my weekly. <laughs> what are you going to do? It seems like I may have seen her on an episode of Louie. Wait, but really? I, may, I may be just making that no, up. No, 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 no. I think you may be right. I think you may be right. Are you talking about the girlfriend? No, it's, she's not the girlfriend, but they like hang out or something. I like think they, she actually like plays herself. Yeah, right? she plays herself because he because oh, okay. he get, he goes to comedy shows and then he the, the, he has scenes where he's like hanging out with comics and shit. Okay, because I know, I do know there's a girl that looks very similar to her, in like the third season that he starts dating. Well, you know, it's weird. Like uh, that show, like uh, some some episodes he has kids, some he doesn't. Sometimes sometimes they're different kids. They have one episode they go and buy like this mansion, and then it's never brought up again. Like it's just not even there. Oh really? Yeah. He, well, he's the, always got kids. He just you might not hear about them. No, sometimes but sometimes they're different kids. Oh, sometimes it, like sometimes his ex wife's black. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes he changes, she's blonde. Yeah, it's, it just changes things up. I like that. It's just like fuck it, man. It's just you know, it's just make every episode just kind of it is what it is. Whatever he is, probably because he doesn't give a shit about continuity. And he's like, ah, you know that person that was here last time. Uh, they're not here. We got to get with somebody else. The kids, I think it was like the second season of that show. The kids that were playing the kids, they were really good. I kept expecting them to see them show up somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know if I finished it, but I remember them being pretty good for kids. All right, stop leaving me suspense here, Jared. What are you rating this thing? I'm rating this a six. A fucking six? <laughs> God damn. Now you know how how much weight nostalgia holds. That's true. Bro, look, I got some... He can't I got, even look at me right now. I got, I got Jim Carrey. I got Jim Carrey nostalgia. I got Jim Carrey love. Like, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you this movie is... I can't wait to hear from our wonderful audience at the movie crew, extra E at gmail.com, and to tell us, or on Facebook, please, that how much you love this fucking movie. Because I'm telling you, this movie stands up better now than it did then because there's too much fucking Jim Carrey hate back then. It's like, oh my God, what's he doing going all dark? Jim Carrey love. What are you talking about? Jim Carrey's yeah, nothing now. Jim Carrey's a painter so. now. Like, I That's what he does. And like, what, what is he fucking even on now? He's like on a fucking TV show every now and again. Like, yeah. I literally felt like weird when I was younger because I was the only one that didn't really like Jim Carrey. Like, I don't remember any of this Jim Carrey hate. I don't. What I'm saying is that people didn't like this movie when it came out. They were like, "Oh God, this is not Jim Carrey. Why? Why is this so dark? Why is this so weird?" Yeah, because I think everybody kept saying it was dark, and it's not fucking dark for the time. It was Brian. No, it was not. Yes, it was. Dude, I was alive in, in, in mainstream. This time. Yeah, but you I, weren't. You weren't like you weren't of age for that though. You weren't our age then. Yeah, but is this movie made for our fucking age? You damn right it is. No, Brian. no, it's not. No, what? No, no, this movie is not made for our age. What? No. Maybe you think of yourself as older than you are. No. Do you, Benson, do you think this movie was made for our age? Am I crazy here? Am I, if I fucking, am I insane? Nah, I think it was made for, like, younger. I mean, it's rated PG-13. It's not R. They could have easily made this fucking R. They should have made this R. They could have made it R. I wish they would have. It if they made badass. this R with Jim Carrey, like, what, what the fuck is the point of having Jim Carrey then? Jim Carrey is like a slapstick. He appeals to kids, dude. Like, why would you put Jim Carrey in an R-rated movie? It seems like you keep trying to put Jim Carrey in a box. 
Like, well, that's because, who Jim Carrey is. No, he's not. Well, at that time. At, that's what I'm saying. At that time. But he's trying to yeah. branch out and do something different a little bit and moving into doing things like The Truman but Show. But he wasn't doing anything different. He was doing the same shtick, though. Like, I mean, understand like, what, what you're saying him trying to do is not what he did do, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he didn't show up to this set and go, you know, I'm going to try to make this like this dark, realistic character that still brings some dark comedy. No, he's still he Jim showed Carrey. up and went, I'm going to be Jim Carrey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think this whole I don't think this And the whole bringing up the Truman show just proves that he could have done it. He, he could, could have, have yeah. done something cool, but Who directed that one didn't. though. Somebody Oh, that's Peter Weir. Yeah. So there's actually a real director society. There. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Oh. My turn. Master I've Commander. never seen it. Oh man. You've never seen Dead Poets Society? Oh man, the ending You're of that Robin movie makes me cry, bro. Oh wait, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah about to say, man. On, when, man. When, when fucking famous. um Oh, is it Sean Patrick Scott like the I forget what his name is. The guy who was in Once Bitten. He was in House too, and he was in. Oh, he's so good in yeah. House. His, his his the end of his story in House is, is really Sean sad. Something. Sean, Sean William Scott. No, that's American Pie. No, it, Robert Sean Leonard. Are we getting there? Am I right? Was that no. it? <laughs> Hold on, I think I just I think I just got it. Do y'all remember that Robin Williams movie, The World According to Garp? Yes. Yes, I haven't seen it. You haven't? Ah, no, it's I haven't. Been a long time. What's his Dude, name? That is an amazing movie. Robert Sean Leonard. What the fuck did I just say? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's so right, though. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Before you see me again, yes. watch The oh, World God, According to God. I have so much shit to watch. I can't even watch the movies that, that Brian wants me to watch. You'll you'll like but this movie. I'll get there. You'll like the movies I gave him to watch. Benson, come on. We got, we got to keep him on But task. anyways, Robert Sean Leonard's like story wrap-up. I don't want to ruin it for people because it's so fucking hardcore in um, the Dead Poet Society. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Would you want to hear a little quirk about the world according to Garp in my life? Sure. Go for it. Every day of my life for the first 25 years. So the last 25 years. That if I stayed home from school or called into work, the world according to Garp was on TV. No shit. It was starting to freak me out. (laughs) That is weird. Maybe the cable guy was setting you up. <laughs> I was making a joke on. No, I wasn't joking about nine eleven, but I had stayed not. home from. I'd stayed home. Love from, how this is starting. <laughs> I had randomly stayed home from school, like fake sick, when the Oklahoma City bombing happened. And oh, then man. I woke up on nine eleven. I just didn't want to go to work, so I just called in and said, "I'm not coming." And that's when shit happens. And I turned the TV on. I'm like, "Fuck another bombing." And later on that day, on like HBO, the world according to Garp was on, and I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> so, so like, like in Unbreakable, you go to your wife and you're like, "How many times have I been sick?" And she's like, <laughs> "How many times has the world according to Garp been?" She on knows. TV? <laughs> she, first time she saw the movie, every, she, we were dating. Every, every time. <laughs> she was like, "We were dating," and I was like, "Hey, turn it over on HBO. I want to watch Garp." And she goes. <laughs> How do you know it's on? I'm like, I'm sick. It's got to be on. <laughs> and I was like just joking around. And it was on. So we sat and watched it. And it's like one of her favorite movies now. Nice. But just every time every yeah. time she wants to watch it, you're like dying with the flu. <laughs> I'm like, don't turn it on. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Oh, wait, Jared, we have your, you gave it a six. We got your rating. Okay, we did our ratings. All right, yeah, we're good. we're good. Wrap it up. All right. 
If you guys want to get in contact with us, you can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the movie crew. Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. Extra E at the end of the word crew there. At gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Movie Crew Pod. And you guys can leave us reviews and you can rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Tuned In, Overcast, Stitcher, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Benson, where can audience follow you, sir? On Facebook, at Jeremy Benson. On Twitter, at J. Edward Benson. That's J A Y Edward Benson. That actually exists now. It I exists saw. now. <laughs> and the J with the letter exists. And, and J Edward J A Y Edward Benson at gmail.com. Wait, that exists? That one here? I don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> and Jared, where can audience follow you, sir? You can find me at J. Edward Benson. That's, <laughs> that, that's actually fucking very true. What are you talking about? You're laughing over there like it's a joke. No, that's you true. Can, you can find me on Twitter at Jared B. Callen on Instagram at CheckTheGate. And you can find me, Brian Elkins, on Twitter at ElkinsEdits. Guys, we're going to be closing out the show tonight with a little bit of the soundtrack. We're going to be playing Jim Carrey's performance of the Jefferson Airplanes, Somebody to Love. When the truth is
side of the party, ladies and gentlemen. We need an ambulance by the scaffolding. Oh, my little baby. Hey, get off the stage. Get off the stage, man. All right? Let's give him a pass. You are an audience member. Getting a little out of hand here. Whoa! Who hired security on this gig, man? They're a motorcycle gang. Come on!